All right. Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Transformers Prime podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. And I'm David. And uh, today we continue our journey through the second season of Transformers Prime with Transformers Prime Episode 40, Triage. So, uh, so is, is this episode title, is that Optimus Prime's name for his ratchet wheeljack crack ship? <laughs> Apparently there is a guy named Triage who is from that, um, that MMOPRG that was cancelled. <gasps> oh, the, memor- the Chinese one, was it? The, um, the really awesome that. designs no, that- No, this is from UK the American studio. one. Oh no, sorry, apparently oh, it was a- Alright! Alright, I forgot, there were two MMOs that were cancelled. Right, although apparently this was <laughs> first going to be an MMO, then it was going to be an MOTA. What yeah, the hell is that? and everyone was- That's a massively online tactical action game. Yeah, that oh, was basically so the a, point where it got ruined because the only say. reason anybody like at one of the botcons, the like the whole like promotional thing they had for it was you could mess with the character creation. I mm. probably still have a printout of the character I made from that, but then they were like, "No, you know what? MMORPGs just aren't cool anymore, so we're going to scrap everything anyone actually wanted from this game and make something different that's more like, yeah. I don't know, Fortnite, except before Fortnite. Anyway, this guy is, he's a kind of a pretty cool ambulance-looking guy. Oh, of course. Is he a Decepticon? That feels like a Decepticon medic kind he of thing. He is not, but it says that he's a, he's a, he's a, he's got a, kind of a hothead. I see. Well, it's, it's also not my favorite Transformer medic name, which has to go to Kaput. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this is. A- well, I, as I recall, was was a Decepticon. I think so. Peace yes. Broke out. Just, I love him. Yeah. I it's don't know. shame, I, I you know, just... about the death. <laughs> Those are good for official names, but there, there's always. Um, I still prefer uh, my OCC. Hey, was it two C? Whatever. A, a, a medic named Foul Play who was a breast master. <laughs> Did he, was it like a chicken that he had? Cockatrice, actually. Cockatrice. Yeah. That yeah. that beats my my teenage Decepticon medic OC anesthesia. <laughs> she she was a lady. But then it's too much like so, an actual so name. This- it's like her first name's Anna. <laughs> yeah. See. So this first aired May 19th, 2012, uh, now seven years in the past. Man, uh, making me feel old. And uh, written by our old pal Marty Eisenberg. Yay! Yeah. Yay! So previously... Not, uh, not Greg Weissman, as you, as you might suppose. No, he's coming shipping. up, he's coming up later. Yes, he'll be doing his shipping <laughs> later. Ah, so yeah, this, uh, this is part of the loosely connected four-parter in which the, uh, the Autobots split up and look for clues. It's sort of the, uh, Matrix quest of Transformers Prime. Yes. So, so, less you know, weird cow- of... No, no cowboy oh, planets in this one, though. Yeah. Yeah, that was- Fewer homages mm. to aliens and more titles. And Shane with matching and matching names. Other <laughs> So I in, do like that this, the whole 
this whole like premise with these four episodes makes them pull in like characters who are not getting enough screen time as we will see in this episode. Yes. And this yeah. one right from the start, it kind of feels like a Beast Wars episode. Yeah, really. Yeah, Cause, I could see that. Well, especially since like just there it's, well, first you're getting together, Jackie and, and Ratchet together, and then they spend like the first five minutes of the episode flying around, and you have nothing but clouds as backgrounds. It's like, yes. hey, we're budget cutting. Yes, and then they crash into the desolate uh, wait into the desolate wasteland. Well, yeah, the, or maybe they Speaking just bought a really of, uh, nice new cloud texture pack or something. I I forget. Did we? This isn't the first time we've heard the name of Wheeljack's ship, right? That no, was I'm pretty sure it has been named previously. as the Jackhammer. He definitely no. refers to it as that in this episode, but I'm pretty sure it came up before. I I can't decide between whether that's, like, Rod Pod levels of naming your own <laughs> ship partially after yourself, or whether yes. that's actually just the, the Wheeljack uh, breakdown ship name. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take option C. Uh, that's It's actually named after his penis. Oh... <laughs> uh. Yeah. I I I feel like that puts it up with Rod Pod then. <laughs> Although uh, interestingly when it was sold as a toy, it was called the Star Hammer. Mm, yeah, that's a little less naming your ship yeah. after yourself. Yeah, that's better. It's still not a good name, but it's better. So anyway, probably this... also a little more uh copyright defensible. Yes. Or trademark yes. defensible. So as uh, as we remember a couple episodes, Optimus Prime is all, "Hey, Ratchet, go do this and also work with with uh, Wheeljack because I feel you'll have a fun character dynamic." <laughs> <laughs> because this is my crack ship and I want to see if it works out. It's it's like when they assigned uh, Scully to work with Mulder. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of you have the the stiff doctor and the wacky one. Yeah, it was kind of strange. Huh. So they so they meet up. Wheeljack will not stop uh, referring to uh, Ratchet as Doc. And well, yeah, which when Ratchet, Ratchet tells annoyed. him not to, he calls him Sunshine. Yes, <laughs> yes. Wheeljack likes and, his uh, pet names. And you know, Wheeljack Wheeljack is all, "Hey, I guess Optimus Prime thought you needed backup." And uh, Ratchet is all, "No, I think Prime said you needed supervision." Oh, smack. <laughs> so anyway, they, they get in the jackhammer, they take off, uh, he flies very recklessly, and this thing does not have seatbelts. No. At least Ratchet fits in the jackhammer, which is more than yeah. we can say for some Autobots. Yes. <laughs> and, and Ratchet is very clear to bring up that, you know, he fought in the war for Cybertron. And uh, possibly also the fall for Cyber fall of Cybertron, and to a lesser extent, uh, battle for the Dark Spark. <laughs> but did he ever get a chance to press X to pet Laser Beak? Uh, that's kind of what this episode is, actually. What? Oh yeah, yeah that's a good point. 
Press X to insert stuff in Laserbeak. <laughs> yeah. Not that stuff, you weirdos. <laughs> anyway, speaking of, they end up uh, getting discovered by Soundwave in his drone mode. They uh, they dogfight, and Wheeljack is really bad at shooting anything. He's just kind of got like a constant stream of laser blasts coming out of this, like it's one of those top-down shooters. <laughs> so, He's yeah, talking to... about characters who previously have not gotten to leave their respective bases nearly enough. Yay, it's Soundwave. Yeah. Yes. Doing things. Doing things other than blackmail. Yes. <laughs> Although Soundwave so, showing up made me think, oh, maybe this is going to be a silent episode, but then they keep talking. <laughs> well, the Autobots keep talking. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, Wheeljack is in it, so I'm going to say no. I mean, they should have just shot the entire thing in, like, a sepia filter and just had title cards. <laughs> <laughs> and there's just, like, old-timey organ music playing through the whole thing. That would be amazing. Oh, man, that... That would be interesting if we get a future show where, where like, there's an actual old-timey robot who's been on Earth and is, like, a, old, um, a Ford uh, Model T or something. <laughs> like, that's how he sees the world. <laughs> Autobots, 23 Skidoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to show these Decepticons that wear the bee's knees. Well, but, um, His optics just one of the, can't see color properly. Wasn't that one of the um, G.I. Joe comic tie-ins? Like crossovers? Yeah, that's what, that Man, was probably. A, what, what, that was a silent movie? No, no, they, they got, somehow got split up in time and one of them was like in the 30s. Oh, yes, yes, that's in the second uh, Transformers vs. G.I. Joe where, yes, they... they there's a time travel thing where one of them ends up, I think, in the 30s, one of them ends up in the 70s, and they end up encountering what I'm pretty sure are the BC Boys from the Sabotage video. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one is in the post-apocalypse, where they have to team up with the cyborg dreadnoughts. Oh, uh -huh. right, yeah. I don't know if that was good, but that was at least entertaining. I seem to recall it was pretty good. I would say the best of those Devil's Do ones, right up there with the one where they encounter Cobra Law and Unicron. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> one is... Well, the art one in, in that one wasn't as great, but that was just a ridiculously fun story. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. Anyway, so Laser uh, Soundwave ejects Laserbeak, and they have to deal with him, or possibly it. it? They do yeah, at one point you. refer to Laserbeak as an it. They... Call call him a drone, and I just I, it makes me very unhappy. I mean, it's possible that's just what he is, but it's we're going to get into that later as to how important this drone is to Soundwave. It, I don't know. It, it feels like in this series he he's just like he is a drone. He doesn't have a spark. He's just a collection right. of angles and shapes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, again, this has been like a a running thing with Transformers Prime like not explicitly but almost implicitly having like varying levels of whether you are people. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so there's, there's, I kind of wish they had gotten into that a little more. Well, Soundwave is a people who doesn't talk and he wears this other thing as a bra, so 
I mean, he you, is kind of a bra- wear people he, as a bra. He kind of is a breastmaster. I mean, if yeah. you call my cat an it, I will hurt you. <clears throat> but it's not like you wear your cat as a piece of clothing. I mean, only because he's like thirteen pounds. <laughs> he would totally let me carry him around I mean, I mean, like I mean, a baby sling. He's a huge child. I mean, admittedly, my cat Felix likes to be carried around a lot, like a baby, but he doesn't just yes. hang there on his own. He needs an arm to support his big fat ass. Yeah, so yes, I if, guess if Benjen was a more reasonable size, he would absolutely just let me carry him around everywhere in a baby sling. So anyway, they finally get a good hit on after a, an insane chase that almost ends up with them plowing into a into a rock wall, which results in a greatly animated ratchet scream. <laughs> yeah. yes. it, it was interesting to hear Jeffrey Combs scream that loud. Yes. He's good at it. Hmm. I mean, the guy's been in a lot of horror movies. Yes. Yeah. Although usually he's the one inducing the screams and not... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, he he took a, he took a couple tips from Barbara Crampton. Uh, yes. Yeah, I don't. He probably screamed in the Beyond. Oh yeah, the probably beyond. Fr- probably uh, from Beyond. I think from Beyond. Yeah. I don't know. I need to get that one on DVD. Yeah, I mean he's not the monster in that one. That's the other guy. No. Yeah. Well, he does get a little head tentacle. But yes. He's not full monster. We're more easily distracted this week. What the hell is going yes. on? Yes. Anyway, so they, they finally get a good hit on Laserbeak, but then Laserbeak hits them and both crash into this yes. rocky wasteland. No, yeah. the jackhammer. Yeah, and it is busted. It's going to need some repairs. But they've conveniently crashed very close to Laserbeak. And Wheeljack's first idea is, well, hey, why don't we put a grenade in him and then, you know... They'll get into the uh, the Decepticon base, they'll uh, pull him out, and they'll explode. Yay! Explosions! Wheeljack's favorite. But uh, Ratchet, yeah. he's, he's thinking one step ahead. Thinking, hey, what See, if... Ratchet here is very much like with the uh, the science projects. Yes. Yeah. Well, you get Ratchet and Wheeljack together, and, and they build Dinobots or something. Oh, wait, wrong Wheeljack. <laughs> <laughs> That would be great if they were supposed to, uh, you know, come up with this computer virus, but then you cut to two hours later, they just built robotic dinosaurs. <laughs> but yeah, he he basically just takes over Wheeljack's plan and is like, no, we have to do it bigger and better and not just have a grenade, but also have a, vi- a virus that will download all of the Iacon database. And to do this, I must call a small child. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, to be fair, does Ratchet know how to write computer viruses? Seemingly not. He so knows he how to had translate. This whole idea. Yeah. Yeah. Which would I? I would think would be the the longer thing because you know coding strings of code, like all the weird parentheses and brackets and shit, I don't think that would translate <laughs> well into Cybertronian that it would create a shitload of errors. I mean, just trying to convert something from Apple iOS to um, Android would be a nightmare. 
I don't think it would be instantaneous. I mean, You're it's trying the, to do it into a different language. Listen, it's the same computer principle by which you can use a Mac to hack an alien flagship. <laughs> yes, that God sadly is exactly what they're doing. Yep. So I have concluded at this point. Now, of course, they're never going to have an actual like operating system, but I've just basically decided at this point that Raf is uh, gotta be using like one of the the hacker specific versions of Linux. <sighs> Because, of course, yes, you're not running Windows and hacking into the government department of, you know, the military databases and finding out where Agent Fowler is. You're not doing that on your iMac. It's like, he's, he's running Kali Linux and he probably contributes code to, to like, yeah, Kali Linux. Maybe he's using that uh, that same insane graphical interface that super hacker Hugh Jackman uses in the classic film Swordfish. <laughs> oh man! No, he. I did notice that he's got his clock and his system tray up in the upper right corner of his screen, which is definitely. I don't know if if that Macs that, do any of that, but it's definitely a Linux I, thing. I think that's standard where Macs used to be in the old, or at least before this, anyway. Because they always had the top mm-hmm. bar, and then when I had Windows, and when I have the option to move it to the top, I would do that. Well, I used to, not anymore. Now I just leave it on the bottom. The moral of the story is, Raph is a ridiculous hacker. Yes. He's just like, yeah. absolute, like, ridiculous movie-level hacker. <laughs> and yeah, he has got also got the idea that maybe they should also put the grenade in there, so... They will find the grenade and they'll be all, oh, hey, we've uncovered your devious plot, Autobots. You know, mission accomplished. And then the virus yep. happens. Which yeah, is pretty smart. The bomb is a Trojan on top of the turducken of the uh, laser beak sound wave nemesis ship system. And they have to explain the turducken to Ratchet and... So I don't well, know why. Somewhere I have he kind of somewhere in up. here I have the word phrasing. And I forget <laughs> why. He's <laughs> talking about putting a. They're definitely putting stuff in other stuff inside it, and yeah, there's yeah. a lot of putting stuff in other stuff. So anyway, while they're doing all this, uh, Wheeljack heads off because he's you know he is not really any help with all this. So he's, he's also get- not an off-road vehicle, so I don't know how he's managing to speed off very well with his, like, half inch of ground clearance. He's clearly some okay. kind of fancy sports car. We'll yeah, allow he's, it. He's not, he's not as much like the Lancia is it, Stratos, Stratos the I think. Yeah. Yeah, whatever G1 Wheeljack is, although he's designed kind of like that, he's got more off-road tires, kind of. Maybe he's um, designed for a Baja race or something. Yeah. He doesn't have the ground clearance to get over a speed bump. Yeah, well... He may not be street legal. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. But he, he does look care. very cool. Yes. Yeah, oh, it's a really good toy. It's I, I think I have three of it. Ooh. If not more. I've got him and the, the like, fruit cut, the fruit explosion colored um, uh, dead end. Yes, dead end, and there was, was there a Bakon one? Wasn't there? I believe there was a Bakon one. Yeah, let me see. I think I have... Maybe they made it into Slicer? That would make sense. Oh, right, I have Slicer. I, 
Oh Did no, they made him into Chrome clock? Dome. Oh, I don't have Chrome. Okay, maybe right. I only have two of him then. With a new two. head, a new Nick Roche designed head. Yes, and then not long after that, we got an actual Chrome Dome that was designed as Chrome Dome. Yes, hmm. but that one's not bad. I'm still, I'm still kind of amazed they never made him into Slicer because that's a guy who is. Like a, yeah. a an evil wheeljack, and he has swords. Yeah. So <laughs> the name actually point. makes sense. Yes. That actually goes even above and beyond having a jazz and ha- being compelled to make it into stepper. Yes. You know, swords. Anyway, so they, uh, well, well, all this is going on. Wheeljack. Oh, oh. oh wait, they. They did kind of make him a dislike. He was um Big Bad Toy Score exclusive dark Energon blue-colored oh. thing. So he looks like Slicer. He's just still called the Wheeljack. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, so while this is all going on, Ra- uh, Wheeljack is no help and then d- decides that he's going to buy some time by going off to fight Wheeljack or going off to fight Soundwave in case Soundwave has found the artifact, which indeed he has. Of course he has. And, uh, in this case- so, I would like to take a moment to point out, why does the Iacon database not say what any of this stuff is? This is the worst database ever. <laughs> yeah, it is really weird that the database knows where the hell it landed on this planet far, far away when the database was on Cybertron, and yet it doesn't label the fucking things. <laughs> Why? This seems very important because, for instance, if you're gonna, like, point the thing at someone, you should know if it's going to kill them or make them invincible. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's gonna shoot back at you. Because Yes, it, this seems very at important. At least give some vague I mean, the vague thing is, they seem to know what all these things are once they see them. Yeah, yeah, or once they activate them at I any mean, they all rate, have, like, special yeah. names. Well, not yes. all of them. Like, um, was it the shield thingy that, um, oh no. So something that Knockout used when he got it. What the hell was, was it? Was it the thing that... Like, he didn't know what the... Oh, the the gu- thing that turned Bumblebee into a transubstantiation. Oh, into, like, a, the, the Kitty Pride thing. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's possible that just See? Knockout doesn't know what any of these are, but Megatron definitely seems to, and I would assume that Soundwave oh. also does. Yeah. Well, Soundwave knows all. Maybe Soundwave did have the, like, the the access to the field of the database that says what these things are, <laughs> because he picked perfectly, as it turns out. Yes, because this is the Resonance Blaster, and it is a thing that makes sound waves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. He's like the only one. Maybe it is in the database and just no one's bothering to to look at that field because it's got like, I don't know, like 50 words in it and people are like TLDR. And also, you know, I yeah. it's like, you know, I open this thing up. I want to be surprised. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Oh, that uh, seems like then... a poor military strategy. Soundwave gets the blaster, and then Wheeljack's coming, driving over, and lands, and they're about to start having a fight. There's a really nice shot. We're on this big sort of rock bridge. It's thingy. a Beast Wars hey, rock bridge. Beast Wars reference. Yes, it, it, it's straight it out. It absolutely of is. 
And they're silhouetted against a giant sun, and it looks gorgeous. Yes. I always love so, so they have a fight. We get some nice slow motion, like Wheeljack slicing tiny bits <laughs> off Soundwave. Yes. And also he cracks his face. <gasps> yeah. Oh, no. It was very, um, like, uh, Wuxia movie or Kung Fu. Yes. Like, it was a nice fight. Mm. I mean, if you're going to have swords like that, that's yeah. just the kind of movie action you're going to have. Yeah. Because he does succeed in knocking the resonance blaster out of his hand. But soon enough, once they go off this rock bridge, uh, Soundwave gets his Doc Ock tentacles out, grabs the resonant blasters, grabs the resonance blaster, and blasts Wheeljack. Well, yes. Yeah, Soundwave, Soundwave is using octopus style kung fu. It's much better than whatever dojo that Wheeljack trained at. <laughs> <laughs> So back, uh, back at, uh, the, uh, the crashed jackhammer, uh, Ratchet is about to upload this virus, but he has to turn Wheeljack on to do this. And, <laughs> or sorry, he has to turn Laserbeak on. Laserbeak? I'm, are we, are we doing the, is, are we triage shipping again? Is this our ship again? <laughs> I'm sorry, Wheeljack, I didn't mean to turn you on. <laughs> <laughs> So he's just sort of holding this uh, this laser beak, which is trying to, you know, flap its little wings flap and away. get away. Yeah. Oh, poor laser beak. Try, he's trying to spread these broken wings and fly away. <laughs> Learn to fly again. Learn to live so free. <laughs> I can't remember. Is that Mr. Big or Mr. Mister? I think that's Mr. Mister. Okay. It is, it is not Big Son. Okay, because I know it's Mr. Big who are big in Japan. Yes. Um, uh, Mr. Yes. Boombastic? Or at least they were like... References. I'm lost. And yes, you are correct. years uh, ago when I asked a friend this. Broken Wings is indeed Mr. Mister. Yeah. Oh, who's in the current season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? There's a guy called Mr. Mister. There's a guy called Mr. Mister, yes. Not to be confused with uh, the star of Doctor Strange, Mr. Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he's trying, you know, this thing is shaking up. He's trying to upload this virus. Um, and Soundwave is about to land the killing blow. But then he detects that Laserbeak is on, and he flies off without killing Wheeljack, which raises the question, how important is Laserbeak to Soundwave? Like, can he just he's build just... a new one, or is it, like, part of him? He's his buddy. Uh, he's his companion. He's his pet. He doesn't seem like the yeah, sentimental he... type. Yeah, well, but that's maybe a... not to you boring people. <laughs> maybe... <laughs> You can be deeply antisocial and still care a great deal about your pet. Trust me. Yeah, I'm not even sure okay, this thing is up to like the level of a pet, though. This is more like uh, this is more like his Roomba. Yeah. Well, okay. Like the, the Viacons are seemingly they might have sparks. We don't know. They're less than a regular Transformer, Autobot, or Decepticon. But the, um, Laserbeak is less. So I think. Laserbeak might actually be something Soundwave built out of a chunk of his own body. Mm. 
I mean, he does have that like big empty space where it would uh, where it goes. Yeah, it's not sentient, but it's I'm gonna animate. make myself a pet out of just... my boobs. <laughs> yeah, he just, just took off part of his rib cage and sit, let it fly away to the sea. These are all excellent questions to which we will never get answers. Nope. But it is apparently important enough that he can, you know, not murder somebody and just fly off. Yep. I mean, also, he probably only actually cares so much about Wheeljack. Yeah. He's got what he was after, <laughs> which is a an extremely on-brand weapon. <laughs> and he just, he wants his bird buddy, and then he's gonna go home. And he doesn't really care whether these assholes live or die. Yeah. Because indeed, he, uh, you know, he gets there. Luckily, uh, Wheeljack, although super busted up, has enough juice left in him to call up Ratchet and say, uh, yeah, you gotta, uh, like, Soundwave is coming at you too sweet. You better get that laser beak out of there. <laughs> yes. And so indeed, now he uh he ratchet drops laser beak and then just hides behind a big rock. Uh Soundwave puts him back into his chest, but he sticks around and his his tentacles start creeping around. And as they're creeping around this rock, there is some very Beast Wars sounding music. <laughs> yeah. Well, I at first it reminded me of something I guess it was Beast Warsy, but it's like it was really familiar music as the tentacles are just creeping about. And it's a very Beast Wars kind of scene where just sort of in the wasteland somebody's hiding behind a big rock. Yeah. But it turns out But no one's getting hit with a with a big rock yet, well, which no. is important. No, it turns out the tentacles were just seeking out a lost chunk of laser beak that is moving on its own. Yeah, which it's just, you yeah. know, this, flapping. This only raises further questions. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Like this thing's like one of the zombies from Return of the Living Dead. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it, it's trying to return to the hole. Have we seen other? No, we've seen limbs chopped off before that move around, haven't we? Like this um, isn't even a limb, though. It's like a little triangle of metal. Well, it's a limb piece of a nonsensy thing that might be part of sound. Like, like we've seen arms crawl around. I think. I think we've seen. Was it Soundwave's, or, no, uh, Starscream's arm crawling on its own? I think, uh, well, that was when it was zombified, though. Oh, shit, I forgot about the zombie crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Laserbeak is full of dark energon. Or it's like a, like a T-1000 thing. So it's, it's liquid metal. It's a learning computer. Yeah. Mm. Knives and stabbing weapons. Anyway, so. Oh, I, was... I guess it was. I guess it was wrong. The character's name isn't based on Mister Mister. He's based upon Installata Mista, which means mixed salad in Italian. Okay, I thought that was the show where everybody's named after a band. What well, it is? But is there a band called every... Mixed Salad from Italy? No, no. It, it's just I guess it fits with the this season. It's set in Italy, and like almost everybody's name seems to be, and I guess apparently is named after some Italian dish. Like there's um, pesci. So it's was, it's sort of like pesci, but, like um, Dragon Ball, how you have 
characters from this one particular group who are all named after vegetables, but then you have this other family who's all named after underwear, and so there's, like, multiple naming themes going on. Yeah, each each season or series, it, this sort of changes the name and convention. Except for the fact that all their magical summoned stands are named after bands or songs. Like, um, the guy that I thought was Mr. Mista, his stand is named the Sex Pistols. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to know what that does. <laughs> I, I definitely I, don't want to think about what that does in that art style. <laughs> Well, it doesn't end up doing gross stuff, but, uh, yeah. Nothing needs that many angles and veins. <laughs> and by nothing, I mean no penis. Ew. Oh, I guess everybody is named after a food. Okay, never mind. I was wrong. <laughs> okay, never mind. Let's yeah, so, all go home. So, so, so Soundwave takes in Laserbeak, and he, if he knows that Ratchet is there, he doesn't care, because he just jets off. And He's Ratchet, got what he needed. Yeah, Ratchet drives over to uh, to Wheeljack, and we get the late night Ratchet cam. And this is where mm-hmm. Ratchet realizes that he is in love. <laughs> <laughs> and at, at the very least, it's where Wheeljack realizes that uh, uh, even though I was just shot repeatedly with a ancient super weapon, I don't actually need a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's. It's just Sonic, so it probably just, like, discombobulated him. I guess. Now he feels better. He got over it. So anyway, uh, Soundwave gets back to the, uh, gets back to base. Um, you know, he's, hey, hey, Soundwave, you actually brought me something. Unlike Dreadwing, who sucks and lost this thing to, uh, to Starscream. Oh, but hey, maybe here's Knox. he's... very clear that he considers specifically losing it to Starscream to be like, ugh, you loser. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. he lost it to Starscream. And then, but hey, oh hey, here's Knockout. Maybe he brought me something. Oh, no, no, Knockout just looks awful and also doesn't have anything. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He just shows up complaining about what the Autobots did to him, and Megatron is like, do you have the thing? And he's like, no. And he's no. like, then shut up. Oh, and also, they they quickly discover the uh, the grenade, which, uh, knockout, you know that thing in uh, uh, the first Captain America movie where Steve Rogers jumps on that dud grenade? Uh, knockout <laughs> does the exact opposite of this. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Knockout, this whole arc is just so mean to him. <laughs> and then, so, you know, they just pull out the grenade and make it on hands it to Knockout. Here, throw this out. And which, yeah. You just see him running through the halls, and eventually there is an off-screen giant explosion. Yeah, Knockout's running away, and it's a bombshell gag. It's, um... Has Knockout become the comedy gay sidekick? Kind of, yes. Yeah. I mean, he can still be menacing, but also yes. And he can be menacing if you're, like, a human, and that's about it. I mean, he hasn't quite gotten to Waspinator levels yet. No, no, he's he never gets that, but he's, um, he's a step above Scorponok? But yeah, just barely. I, I, definitely a step above Scorponok. He's always forming complete sentences for one thing. 
Which, would you yeah. say that he's maybe around Pterosaur level? Oh. And he actually kind of looks like Pterosaur. They've both got the, yeah. the white face, red helmet look. Yeah. yeah. Just without, like, the treacherous... Well, as treacherous a I mean, I mean, he's a Decepticon, so there's some mild treachery going on. Yeah, it's inevitable. You know, I may have... Com- yeah, there's always Ma- a little treachery. Michael, I may have committed some light treachery. And the the seeds of that are kind of formed here because uh anyway, Soundwave goes to work on the uh the Iacon database. The uh the virus activates, but nobody knows that. And uh, you know, Megatron's all hey oh hey, knockout, who still looks like he just got uh, you know, dragged fifty miles behind a subway train. Uh hey, how about you fix Soundwave's visor? <laughs> oh right. Did we did we even bring up the fact that Soundwave's visor gets cracked? Yes, we did. Or early on. Yes, in the wheeljack fight. But yeah, it's it's a neat visual because yes. we see through his eyes for quite a bit, and it's cracked, and his scanning isn't quite as good, which is why Ratchet manages to survive. Yes, and so yeah, yeah. Knockout gives us the art gives us the Arthur fist, and yes. that does it for the Decepticons. Arthur, it's the bulkhead fist. Yeah, bulkhead from animated. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we're we're back at uh, back at the Autobot base. Ratchet comes home. Uh, you know, they, they're, they're very happy that, uh, the, the virus is working. And hey, even better, well, bulk. He, before he comes home, he has a very amicable parting from Wheeljack, where Wheeljack actually calls him by his name. And it's, it's very, <laughs> it's very friendly. Yes. I and, ship it. And, and he finally refers to him as Ratchet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Optimus was right. <laughs> they got along. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, hey, things are even better because hey, here comes Bulkhead, and in comes Bulkhead on fire. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, like passed out on fire. Not good. He's, and that's where we leave the episode. <gasps> to be what? continued. We even get a to be continued. Yes. Did we get that last time? I don't remember. Uh, I think we did, yes. Mm. Yeah, so that is the fourth, the third part of this sort of four-parter. Um, I really like this one. It really did make me think of a Beast Wars episode, which is always a good thing for yeah. me. Yeah, because yeah. it's even more limited cast. There's no humans or anything, no vehicons. Only two speaking characters, really. Well, Raph's there. Yeah, Raph's there. Bare. And I think what mm-hmm. I really like is, I think one of, when, you know, and I like Transformers Prime, but one of its flaws is that its characters get along very well, especially the Autobots. Yeah. You know, everybody's got a healthy working Which... relationship. There's not a lot of, you know, argument and sniping back and forth, whereas this pairs up I Wheeljack mean... and Bulkhead and Wheeljack and Ratchet, who do not care for each other. Yeah. I mean, like in Orion Pax, where Optimus Prime is gone, so they just have no argument over who gets to be leader now. They yeah. just, like, yeah, that, no conflict there. Yeah. So, yeah, having some that conflict a, was nice. Yeah, that is a thing that, like, that, that sort of this show is based upon, because they're a tight-knit group at the beginning, and they stay that yeah. way. They have minor issues, but, like, with animated and... and Beast Wars, like, these were people that were kind of flung together and only sort of working together. Right. And grudgingly. 
especially Beast Wars and Animated, those are not like military units. They're just some guys who happen to be sucked into this wackiness. Yeah, right. they get stuck into a terrible situation and they just can't stand each other sometimes. Yes. Whereas this, yeah, th- this is too easy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think it's fine. It's you know, I I I, I like the show. Actually, them, them, we may have finally pinpointed why I quite don't gel with Prime mm-hmm. as much as the previous shows. It's that lack of basic conflict upon, between the main cast. Well, I'm, I I oh. may have some good news oh. for you about Robots in Disguise. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because that's very much got the character conflict. Yeah. yeah, though I think it's mostly just strong arm and sideswipe trying not to beat each other up. But wanting to beat well, each other up. Well, add a bit of gri- add a bit of Grimlock. Yeah, yeah that, that show and, has other problems, but at least it has the the wacky dynamic of personalities and also drift because nobody likes drift. Yeah, <laughs> I no, mean, no. he's pretty unlikable. Oh yeah, no, he's yeah. Uh, he he disapproves of you. Yes, he's. That's, I mean, I guess it's not so much that he's dislikable as he just doesn't like anybody. Yes. Yeah, th- th- this Which, is a preview again, of a I show. Can sympathize we're... With. This is a preview of a show we won't even get to for half a year. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, d- a drift is um kind of like um depth charge. Only he hangs out more. Yes. So you get tired of the plot. <laughs> like he he's a guest star character who becomes a main cast member, and it doesn't work. He's like the Doctor Smith. <laughs> but he's got adorable children, so that makes it okay. Okay, the, the adorable children are really good. Actually, I would kind of prefer if he were just Dr. Smith. Yeah. I like That'd his adorable children. Who he's super mean to all the time. Yes. Super mean. He is super mean to his children. Although apparently they were actually criminals or some shit. Which I only yes, found that, out by reading the wiki, because yeah, I've that, only seen like a season and a half of that show. I mean, not like hardened criminals, like juvenile delinquents. Yes. Like, like we're we're talking oh, Bugs Meanie tops. <laughs> I don't, I don't They're like some juvenile delinquents who were, you know, as like their heartwarming redemption arc. They took, they had to enlist in a martial arts academy. Yes. There's de- there's definitely a movie like that, isn't there? There's got to be. Oh. There has to be. You can probably find a show. I mean, there's a subplot in Iron Fist about that. I think maybe is that um, uh, that one Karate Kid movie with Hilary Swank? Maybe I I didn't see that one. The the next Karate Kid, I think. I just know that movie involves a bird and, and like a cliff or something. I don't know. No, you're thinking of Karate Kid 3. That's Karate Kid. Wait, Karate, there's a- Karate Kid, the next Karate Kid is the fourth one that doesn't have Ralph Macchio in it. It does have Pat Morita. It's got Hilary Swank. And, uh, to bring it back to Transformers Prime, the villain of the movie is Michael Ironside. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I, I guess I've confused because I don't remember. Oh, no. Actually, that. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm looking at Wikipedia and you are correct because there is an injured hawk involved. Aha! And that injured hawk voiced by Frank Welker. <laughs> Back you know, when you said so. something about and the villain is, I totally wanted to be like Frank Walker. I don't know why, <laughs> but now Frank Walker very. I, I mean, I unless the villain redeemed. was actually Megatron. <laughs> yes. But no, but no I'm, I think I'm unsurprised like, that he was an animal. 
it's like a villainous um, military academy or something, and Michael Ironside, as he frequently is, is a mean mili- is a mean army guy. Aww. Well, that's kind of what he looks like. So, and I think he gets beaten up by Mister Miyagi. Well, as, as you, you do. do. I mean, it's a little embarrassing. Michael Ironside's a big guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as he's got well, some labat blue, I, he's happy. I beat the Highlander, damn it. <laughs> anyway, since we got anyway, into Frank so yeah, Welker, that is, that's the episode. Yeah, that is triage. And uh, we uh, until next time, we are all over the internet. We are on Twitter, and uh, we are on Facebook, and we have a Patreon. Yes, uh, we are hosted on iaconunderground.net. Uh, we have a Patreon set up to help with our hosting expenses and other things. Uh, that is at patreon.com slash iaconunderground. And this month you can hear us talk about Captain Marvel because, oh my god, Captain Marvel! Yes, they'll be coming up. Oh, and last week, in case you missed it because it's on a different feed, isn't it? We have our... Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad Gridman series that we do monthly. We had a very special guest. Yes. And this month, David and I resurrected uh, Icon Underground Radio for a little bit. We'll see if we can get back into a habit of that uh, for Toy Fair. Well, we've got a new comic to discuss soon. All right. Oh, and I I guess I could talk about the um, Transformers and Star uh, Trek comic. I'll tell you all about the Transformers. And soon you'll have, and once it's over, you'll have me to talk about GoBots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. More madness from the mind of Tom Scioli. Yeah, I worry about madness. You mean weird fetishes? Yeah. Listen, so maybe there was Scooter being made to lick somebody's wheel. (laughs) Oh, I I thought it was Turbo licking somebody's wheel. I think it's Scooter. Okay, it's it was somebody red. That's the problem with GoBots. Cycle riding scooter while talking about yes. how some are are meant to be ridden. Not just things that, like, got weird, is what we're saying. <laughs> He's about to run it, run himself, run him over his tires over one of those um, spike strips. Yes, yes. that's extra. Like, <laughs> that's robot S and M. Which, again, it, it feels like back when I got drunk at BotCon and just talked people's ears off about how hard it was to write Armada fanfic without it being really gay. <laughs> well, uh, now we got so that int- again with the little battle masters that combine in yes. parts of there, the There's a lot everywhere. of powering up and discharging, but not as much writing, at least. So until next time, when we discuss the toxicity of our city. Of our city. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. You! Why do you own the world? How do you own disorder? Disorder! It's gonna be a musical episode of a song I know. I'm David. <laughs> For once. Okay. Oh fuck! What? I just, I no. It's 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 a comedy thing. I fucked up. 
when we oh. recorded our um, episode of Kimono Friends. I have a note that's been on my desk for months that says, when we record the PPP episode, say, Penguins in Cumberbatch accent. Fuck. Uh-huh. I never and called forgot. them Penguins. Aw, that's a shame. I think. <laughs> I'm going to assume that that's a shame. It is a shame. I wanted that to be a running gag about the penguins. 